Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Status Community Outreach Liaison of the Building Materials Projectile Staging Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I am pissed off at the world, man. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. And you're you're not helping the cause either. How am I not helping the cause? I don't know. You're just pissing me off too. Why am I pissing you off? I just did a voice that was cool, that was fun. Uh, actually, yeah. And, I and, give, and, like, I give fact, you like an now, intro that would, should have some music. With now, it. now that let's get ready, Rumble guy is going to sue us. Oh, you think so? I, th- I that I, was a little too close, man. You think it was a little too, too close? close for comfort? Ah, fuck buffer. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, oh god, it just everything is pissing me off today. I know. I stop for Wawa for gas, right? Oh, and, well, there's your first mistake. Yeah, I thought you loved Wawa. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I, I go to the pump and, you know, put uh, put my card in, start pumping gas. And, of course, the screen lights up. And so now I got to sit here and listen to this fucking infomercial uh, from Wawa, you know. And first it's some sappy story about how you know good the employees are to each other and how they help people and all that and then it's hey come on inside and try our new iced mochaccino you know all that fucking bullshit and i'm trying to find a way to mute this fucking thing right and there's no way to mute it you you can't you can't turn it off you can't make this fucking you know invasion of my space stop like you feel assaulted at this point i i I totally do like they've infringed on your rights. so i hit the call button okay and uh, a woman, uh, you know, answers and says, can I help you? I said, hi, this is Adrian Wiley with White Hat Infotech. You know, we pride ourselves on being there for our clients at all times. You know, we're, we're helping small and medium-sized businesses. And she goes, sir, are you having trouble pumping your gas? I said, no, no, no. I just want to tell you about, you know, how uh, we provide full, complete IT services for small and medium-sized businesses in the Tampa Bay area. And she's like, I, I don't know what to help you with, sir. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And that's how I feel about this fucking commercial that you're playing in my face. You know? <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? But here's the thing. What I was doing would be perceived as rude. Yes. You know? Yes. Why? Why is what they were doing not rude? You see what I'm saying? Here I am, a captive audience to them, being forced to ingest this fucking commercial. Right. So why is it rude when and I'm going about the course of my business? Why is it rude for me to force the the Wawa employee to uh, listen to a commercial of mine? Okay, I mean, okay, I hear what you're saying, and I I tend to have somewhat sympathy for you on this one. Right. But to play devil's advocate, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Is that you're pumping gas. Right. And in the manner of pumping gas, you are now subjected to a commercial because the way the technology works now is that you're there as a captive audience. Now, ah, you could but do, wait, but wait. I wasn't finished. Okay, go ahead. What you could have done was to walk away from it because it would still pump the gas even though you're walking away from it. You could go inside and clean out your car while that's going on so you could be somewhat distracted. It's pretty loud. Process. I could probably still hear it. You, you probably could still hear it, but yeah. if you're focusing on something else and you're not choosing to focus on the commercial, then right. you probably would be able to get away with it. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, the technology was available to me via the call button to reach out to someone and communicate. And, you know, the clerk behind the counter could have easily rang up customers as she was listening to my commercial. Yeah, that's true. You, you know what have. I'm saying? I got one worse for you than this, though, by the way. Huh. I mean, I'm just I'll saying. wait till you're finished, but I got one. I, well, I, I just want to point out that so much in the world. I, I, I wander around the world. And I see everything, nothing makes any sense to me anymore. And what doesn't make sense to me the most is how people accept these things. Like in this thing, it's all right for them to blast me with a commercial as I'm paying them for a completely different service. But it's not okay for me to blast 
them as I'm paying I mean, them wasn't for. Wasn't there any entertainment in it at all? Or no, it did was you not let it, it was, get to the entertainment. It was part? pure commercial, and I don't care. I don't want this information. I want a way to be able to just to make that stop, and there was no way to make it stop. I got you. Well, you have to not go to Wawa. Well, I almost put a knife through the speaker <laughs> because you, you, I'm in a foul mood. Like here's the thing, but I thought that would actually be destruction of property. That's taking it too far. Don't go to Wawa. You got to go to gas stations that don't have those kind of pumps. So you have to go more to the Habib stores. Yeah, yeah. That's what you have to do. I guess I do. So there is a Circle K or a BP Circle K near where my office is, right? Right. And these cheapskate motherfuckers have decided that they're no longer going to subscribe to the video service. They're just going to keep replaying the last thing that they had about a year ago, which the key word for the day is Nudnik. And these two videos have now gotten the most views in Facebook history that I have no idea what they are. They always play it. Every time I go, it's the same <laughs> fucking thing. Right. Every And here's the thing. This one is close enough to my office to where when I have to go get gas for other people, this is the only place I go to. Right. I'm very angry with the Nudnik. I'm sick of the word fucking Nudnik. I don't even way. know what Nudnik is. What the uh, hell is a Nudnik? A nuisance or bore. I happen to know this because I've listened to the oh. fucking commercial. <laughs> oh, oh, so that's the word of the fucking, day. The oh. word of the day oh, is Nudnik. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. And it's always fucking there. <laughs> And it's fucking pissing me the fuck off all the time. And not to mention that the people that work at this Circle K are actually pretty rude. Don't get me wrong. I've actually started giving it like I've been getting it now. Right. So, like, I'm rude with them, too, now. Yeah. The only difference is, and this is one thing you do that I don't do, you put your card in the machine outside. Right. I never put my card in the machine outside. Why is that? Because I'm afraid of someone stealing my card. Well, you can tell pretty well when they're skimmers. And even if there is, I mean, you can get it back. It's your your card company's going to cover you. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's a it's a hassle if it happens. But So I'd rather just go inside, prepay, and then go back outside and pump my gas. It's actually pretty easy to detect a skimmer. The The first thing I always do is I reach on the outside and yank on it. And if, you know, if it's an insert. But if they get inside of it, it's, you know, it's, it's harder to detect because they can actually put the, the uh, you know... It, they can intercept it internally inside of the uh, cabinet, so that yeah. is harder to get. But yeah, but I always go inside. I always go inside. I don't. I don't just. I won't. But then I, you you can never really fill your tank, right? I mean, I always just put a certain amount of money in the tank, though. I mean, yeah. I get pretty good with some of them, though. Like I did it the other day. I had to fill up somebody's car, and I just went in there and see. I got in the habit of always filling my tank with my last car because the uh, gas gauge broke, as you know. As I know. Uh, yeah. As I'm well aware of. <laughs> yeah. A, a little side note. Uh, Alex and I were uh, on a road trip. During, I think it was during my campaign. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was during your one of the... I, it must have been during mine. No, it was your campaign. Yeah. And uh, my my needle is on empty. And we're on the highway, right? And, um, you know, Alex looks over and sees it. He says, man, you need to get gas? And I look down and see the needles on empty, of course. It had been on empty for like a year and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, we better stop quick. And uh, so I blow by the next exit. And Alex's like, man, we're going to stop for gas. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, shit, I forgot. We'll, we'll, we'll grab the next exit. I blow by the <laughs> And he was getting so, he's like, man, you got to take the next exit. <laughs> I, I finally broke down and, and told you that, you know, the gas gauge was broken and has been. But my point is, is because my gas gauge was broken, what I had to do is I had to fill the tank and then calculate my mileage backwards. And I know how I knew how many miles I could go on a tank. But if I just put 10 bucks in, I was kind of screwed because I didn't really know, yeah. um, you know, how you were prepared to do that much math. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to do that much math. I knew if I if I fill the tank, uh, you know, under these conditions, if I'm mostly in the city, I've got 300 miles. If I'm mostly on the highway, I've got, you know, about four three seventy. you know, and that's, so yeah. that was how I handled. So I always got in that habit. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's why I always do it, because I want to I want to fill up always. I got you. Yeah. I, I can understand that. Which is a bitch in this truck because it cost me $70 now to fill that tank. Gee, Eddie. How long does that last you? Uh, it depends on, uh, you know, how many people borrow my truck. <laughs> Everybody's borrowing my truck all the damn time, man. Well, that's true. Having a truck is such a nuisance. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Like last week when go I had to borrow Hugo. the truck, though. Yeah. You left with more gas than what it cost. That is you. true. That is true. But you're the exception because you are a, uh, a, a fair and decent human being. Yes, I'm not rude. No, you're not rude. Because I would consider to be leaving you with less gas to be rude. That would be rude. Yeah. Because it is. So that's what my wife did. As it I'm would walking be out, As I'm walking out the door today, she's like, oh, by the way, you're out of gas. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Yeah. That is fucking rude. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing a wife can do. You know. Yeah. Well, your, your wife can get away with that. That's why you're gonna slip a little later on. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, I didn't mean to put it there, baby. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. Oops. Sorry. 
Uh, That's when you get one of those. Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that one. But okay, uh, there yeah. you go. I don't uh, need you to comment on that. One. I, I appreciate that. But yeah, it's just so so many things out there just make no sense. You know why? Why do people just accept that they're ble- being blasted with a commercial? You know, I mean, it would be so rude for me to just go up to you while you were doing something and start, you know, basically giving you a commercial. Or what if I walked up with like a, a you know, a, a tablet and just held it in front of your face while you were doing something else and played a video on it? I mean, it's like, it's just the most bizarre things that we accept. Yeah. I mean, I guess I understand what you're saying. It's just with new technology that became a commercial spot though. That became a revenue generator for these guys. Right. Right. Well, I honestly wish that, you know, everybody who, uh, you know, didn't like it, just hit it with a hammer. Eventually they get tired of replacing them. Yeah, but I personally wouldn't do that because that's destruction of property. But it's just so many things don't make fucking sense. Like another thing, I'm driving up here today, and of course they're you know we're it's it's May, right? So what's right around the corner? Fourth of July, right? So the fireworks places are starting to pop, pop up, up everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I passed one, and I'm thinking, you know, that's another thing. Fireworks are technically illegal in this state, <laughs> right? Um, you're only supposed to use fireworks for scaring birds away from crops and fisheries. Yeah. Okay. And this law has been, they put this loophole in like 20 years ago. So everybody, and you know, around here on the 4th of July, it's just, man, the, the sky is lit up like, you know, fucking Epcot. Oh, Center. in Pasco? Oh, everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Every, yeah, 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 everywhere in Florida, dude. You know, I mean, shit, you know. It, a, a team wins a playoff game, you know, a Tampa team wins a playoff game and there's, you know, fireworks going off all the time. That's true. Uh, you know, it, it, New Year's, Fourth of July. Hell, they were doing fireworks on Easter. <laughs> Yay, come in Jesus, come back to life. <laughs> Christ is risen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the point is, it's just the stupidity of it. Why do we still have these laws? Why, when you go and buy fireworks, you still have to sign an affidavit that says, I'm going to use these to scare birds away from my fishery. It's like, there ain't no fucking fisheries in the gated community that you're in. You know what I'm saying? Or the apartment complex that you're shooting them off from the parking lot. You know, it, it just, why do we do this? And everybody's like, well, that's just what you got to do. But it's fucking stupid. Why else? Why don't they just get rid of the law? Why does it also seem like poorer people actually have better fireworks? Oh, my God. I don't understand people in fireworks, man. I mean, you want to talk about literally just burning money? Yeah, that's what you're doing. (laughs) That's literally what you're doing. I would. Yeah, I would rather just write light bills on fire. I've had too many people that were probably, you know, in the lower end of the socioeconomic ladder that would have phenomenal fireworks displays. Oh, my God. In my neighborhood, every holiday, like New Year's and the Fourth of July, I've got neighbors who probably spend a thousand dollars on fireworks. Yeah. You know, it's like, why would you you spend a thousand dollars on fireworks? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't. I'll barely buy the $69 package. I've, I haven't bought fireworks in, since my kids were little, man. Uh, There's just yeah. no point to them. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. So, and if my kids wanted to see fireworks, I'd say, go next door. <laughs> you know? I'm going to be up on my roof with a hose so my roof doesn't catch on fire. From <laughs> all know? the shit going oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like fireworks. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It just seems like a purchase that you're just like, oh my God. What yeah. Do you you know? Yeah. But yeah, again, it's like that everybody just goes in there and signs that waiver. I like buying out of state fireworks, though. They're even better. Uh, not anymore. Oh, shit. You can get full mortars and everything here. Oh, can you? you can't. Yeah. Anything. I must be anything you want. Time well, but, obviously, yeah, because you and I actually are, you know, have have a little bit of economic uh, sense. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there are spending shitload of money on fireworks. You know, I mean, look, I appreciate it. Because I like to, to watch them, <laughs> but I sure shit wouldn't be the one buying them. I just do not get that. It's like that. a keeping up with the Joneses thing that I'm just like, I'll, I'll freely lose that competition. Like, I'll freely. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to compete with that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, not even remotely. Yeah. Yeah. But at least in my neighborhood, it's, it's pretty huge, you know. Yeah. There's always stuff going on with that. But it's just the, the you know, the stupidity, the dichotomies, the things that make no sense. The nudnickness. The nudnickness. I, you know, I forgot what uh, nudnick means. You told me just a minute ago. I guess I have to go to the Circle K. It's a nuisance or a bore. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess it is kind of a nuisance. I mean, that's what they're saying. Yeah. That's every, what they were saying. Everything's kind of a nuisance. So uh, anyway, that's my rant. Uh, I, have get... a, I have another rant as well. That's oh, along you? the lines of your rant. Is it? It's not, it's, not on, it's not totally on, on the same thing, but I do have a little bit. 
And that is this week, I really feel like this more than any other week really kind of showed me that the movie that we are going into is Idiocracy. Okay. And it is not like Idiocracy is definitely going to be part of it. Maybe it's The Walking Dead. But it's really more. I thought for a minute it might have been else. 28 days, but unfortunately, it looks like that that it didn't go that route. Yeah, I think we're going walking. Or I think we're going to idiocracy because you know what, man? Some of these fucking people are just fucking stupid. Like, are you kidding me with the stupidity that's going on out there? It's just amazing to watch over and over and over again. No matter what, like if I'm going into a place and I'm going to buy something, right? And I give them the money, and it's an easy amount of change to bring back. Right. And they just look at you like, well, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this money here? You know, like I had, I had cash with me for some of my transactions like this week. <laughs> Go away, I'm baiting. <laughs> but so I keep I'm using cash for my transactions, and right. it's like I'm, it's like, it's like it's rocket science. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are just looking back at you like, what am I going to do with this green things that you give to me? You know what I don't understand is by the time I was probably, I don't know. 16 i had basically memorized what any amount subtracted from 100 is it's not that hard yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like oh it's uh, uh you know 414 you give me five it's 86 cents boom yeah it's not it's not difficult to do that math and it's almost like multiplication tables you should be able to memorize that but yeah people today are just well they now can't they have do the it. and now they have the machines that make it so you don't even do it at all though because what happens is is that it's automatic change that comes down and it right. just gives it to you well, automatically you, you you enter in the amount they give you you know yeah so and it's it's funny because sometimes I'll give a certain amount of change to get like instead of getting a bunch of pennies back, I'll, I'll get a full quarter back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it really screws them up. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. What I'm saying? oh, they look at you like like you're fucked up. Right. Like, what the fuck are you giving right. me this for? Why would you do this? Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, uh, your bill is uh, four seventy eight. Okay, here's five oh three. Be prepared to sit there for fifteen minutes. Yeah, because they're just—it's <laughs> like they're—they're—you know—they're bringing—they're having to bring in like five managers and you know a whole bunch of chalkboard and you know <laughs> anybody got a calculator on their phone. Like and the other thing is this: like I'm a creature of habit, right? Right. So like when I go to the drive-through lines, I I order and I'm ordering one thing and then I'm ordering whatever more and then I say and then that's it. Right. I go. Let me get this and this and that's it. Would you like that with it? No, that's it. But would you like uh, to uh, supersize that? Yeah. <laughs> they keep doing it to me. All would you the like any time. sauce with your nuggets? They keep doing it all the time, and I keep saying, "I'm like, no, that's it." And then when they when they ask one thing back, I said, "No, I said that's it." So that's it, right? And then normally they go with it. But and why are you being so rude? You know, I think that people think I'm rude all the time. However, I'm not rude. I'm just in a hurry all the fucking time, and I'd like for people to be in the same hurry that I'm in. Right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, probably not going to happen. I know. I know. And it's unfortunate that it's not going to happen. But at the same time. Except to Chif- Chick-fil-A, man. Well, yeah, except for Chick-fil-A. Because yeah. Chick-fil-A is, when it comes to fast food lines, there is none better than Chick-fil-A. I, I recently experienced that because uh, my wife made me go through a Chick-fil-A line, and it was rather impressive. I mean, there was like two lanes and people out there, and they're describing what type of vehicle it is to the next person in line, and it was just, it was very strange. Oh, there's a lot going know? on in the Chick-fil-A lines. A lot, lot of stuff that you're not really privileged to initially. I really thought I li- like I was going through a border checkpoint. That's <laughs> how it felt. <laughs> there was just so many things on there. Are you, I was expecting someone to ask me if I was a U.S. citizen. <laughs> had my passport ready you know <laughs> but in all fairness they do respect your time yeah you know, I they, love they, they get the job done yeah i don't i don't i don't know what you have a problem with chick-fil-a I, for. I, you know i just i i don't necessarily they're not bad i think I, you're gonna go to hell for this i and jesus still loves me um i just think that you know the way uh middle class middle-aged white people uh tend to idolize chick-fil-a annoys the shit out of me it's because they make really good chicken though no they don't they yeah, make they, they do. make mediocre chicken you guys you people have to ex- accept that no they don't they make really it's, good chicken it's it, I, it's white bread white people chicken man i'm telling you i'm telling you you haven't had good chicken if you think chick-fil-a is really really good chicken it's not bad but you haven't had good chicken. You know where I got to take you? That's fucking blasphemy right I got to take you. I got to take you to my favorite chicken joint in the world. It's a place uh, in the Ninth Ward, New Orleans, called Willie Mae's Scotch House. And it is the best fried chicken in America. Uh, bar none. Once you have that, you'll never look at chicken the same. Really? Yeah. Let's road trip after this. 
today. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? You want to go Just, to New Orleans? No, I'm not going to New Orleans today. Let's do it, man. No, I'm not going today. 10 hours there, 10 hours back. That's 20 hours in the car. Right. On Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll call mom on the on the way back. <laughs> what? Just to make sure that. we can grab our shit so we can go stay somewhere else? Oh, you think? Really? It's Mother's Day, big guy. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. So let's yeah. not do that. Today. Yeah, right. Maybe next Saturday. God damn it. Sorry. All right. But so anyway. That was my rant. It's just people are stupid. It's getting stupider out there by the people day. Are, they are I'm getting just, stupider. I'm, are just, stupid. I, I'm just tired of it. And facing their phones, man. All the time. Yeah. Oh, no. All Whenever the I'm, time. If I'm driving some other people around, they're always looking at their phones. Yeah. Like every once in a while, I'll do a curb check. I'll do a like a brake check. <laughs> you brake check your passengers? No, I don't even tell them I'm brake checking. I just right. do it and I don't say anything. <laughs> right. I don't even look at them. Right. I and, just, and they're not going to say anything because they assume that you bra- uh, you were braking for a yeah. legitimate reason. Yeah. Because they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually genius. Evil genius, but genius. You know, maybe I do have some pra- passive aggressive tendencies. That, w- that I would say is was, a little passive aggressive. I was told I was passive aggressive the other day. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. And, and uh, I would have to say that. That would be that a, might be a passive. That is a passive aggressive kind of thing. I have but, to say, but yeah. you know, I, I I think that the reason that we see it differently is because we didn't grow up with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The people who have grown up with it, it kind of like our parents used to tell us, "You watch TV all the time, you'll rot your brain." You know, or our grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, because they didn't grow up with TV. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, yeah. they were just you know going out or doing whatever. And now maybe we they were playing with Tyrannosaurus Rexes. I don't think they were that old. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I don't think humans and brontosaurus. Yeah, I, I don't think humans and brontosaurus were ever on the Ab- planet at the same time. Maybe, maybe uh, you can still go do that if you go to yeah. certain places. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's because that they've always had it. They don't know any different. Yeah, but for us, they, they I don't know that they realize that they can be without it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it seems like that. Now. Yeah, I, like it seems like like in lieu of a conversation in a car. Like I used to like, and I, cause the thing is, is I don't really play the radio anymore either. Right. Now don't get me wrong. When I'm by myself in the car, I'm actually listening to podcasts or things like that. Right. You know, like news right. or videos or you know, I'm listening to things about you know whatever. You know, you pick your subject. I try to listen to educational stuff a lot of times actually, because you know that's what happens when you get old. I guess. That yeah, that does seem to yeah. I don't know why that is, but it's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. I guess you you start to realize how little you know, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I try to watch a lot of the old, like, like space videos and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm yeah. interested in that. But, yeah, it is it is uh, amazing how uh, people don't interact with each other nearly as much anymore. Yeah. No, it's tough. Yeah. Well, people do use text more. Like, even for me, for customers, I've text. I started texting them now, and they text God, back, and they text. love it. I hate text. They love it, though, and I get the answers I need right away. I'm starting to embrace that one a little bit more, which I, I I didn't initially, and now I have, and now it works out a little bit better because again, it's just, hey, I got to do this and this and this. Is that okay? Yes, it is. Go go for it. Thank you. You know. Yeah, yeah. And you're done. Yeah, I I ignore text to the point where I force people to call me if they, <laughs> you know, I just I will not engage in a conversation on text. Yeah, I just. I, well, I don't feel like what I do is engaging in conversation. It's more I ask a question, I get an answer. Normally, the answer is well, a yeah, that, answer that's all. That's all it's useful for. Yeah. Yeah. But I use it for that, though. So that's but that's good. not what most people use it for. Well, no, no. There's definitely people that have conversations and stuff like that. And I don't yeah. need to have that. I'm not trying to do all that. If you if I got to text more than that, I'm just going to call you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So uh, what do we got to uh, talk about in the news? Anything? Uh, all right. So I actually wanted to. I didn't read much of this. So, yeah, I just wanted to start off with what I think is actually should be the most important story of the week. It's not, but it should be. There's two of them. The first one is, this is from futurism.com. Scientists claim to spot fungus growing on Mars in NASA rover photos. Well, that's a problem. Why is that a problem? Well, we need to send up a batch of antifungal then. <laughs> you know, is it like foot fungus? I What's think it's like on? mushrooms, like mushrooms. Oh, wow. What if what if they're like uh, psilocybin mushrooms on Mars? How awesome would that be? Yeah, it would be. Tripping on Mars. It says fungi thrive in radiation intense environments. So, um, holy shit. I'm looking at the picture. Those, I, that's legit fungus. Yeah. The hunt for life on Mars continues with NASA's latest rover, Perseverance, uh, using its scientific instruments to scan... Uh, the Jerzo Crater, an area believed to be dried up ancient lake uh, for any signs of 
ancient micro, microbial life. But according to an international team of researchers, the space agencies of the rivers have been already found signs of relative advanced life in the form of fungus-like Martian specimens, according to a new paper published by the journal Advanced in Microbiology. So it looks like that there is life that is on Mars. This wow. Is, this is, this a, is groundbreaking. This how is, is a major scientific thing that's going on right now. How is this not like, you know, banner headlines everywhere? I, I didn't even come across that this week well what they said up top is okay so update many of the scientific community have spoken out to say that they're unimpressed with the paper as we predicted here's our story on their reactions experts shred paper claiming identify mushrooms on mars life can barely survive let alone thrive well so here, they're, they're 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 laying like they're disagreeing with the thought that there was stuff out, out all right there. well so who put this uh this paper out uh was put out by uh International team of research. Uh, yeah, trying to see. The team, which includes researchers from Harvard's uh, Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics and George Mason University, believes they have found photographic evidence of a variety of fungus-like organisms, some rese resembling the shape of puffballs, a round cloud-like fungus found in abundance back here on Earth. And, uh, yeah, wow. Um, after obliteration of spherical specimens by the rover wheels, New sphericals, some with stalks, appear to top the crests of old tracks. Wow. Yeah. So they grew back. Yeah. That's that's pretty good evidence. Now, looking at the photo here, and again, it's just a single photo. Those could be some type of, you know, mineral nodules. It could be some type of crystalline growth. Um, you know, it, it just that photo alone. But the fact that the rover ran over them and they grew back. Tells me something else is going on there. Yeah, wow. that's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, like, that's a huge. This is a huge deal that's not getting much play. Like like, like last night when I went to my brother in law's house, I'm like, "What are you going to talk about?" And I said, "The first thing I'm going to talk about is the fact that they found fucking fungus on Mars." Right. And he's like, "Wow, that's huge. I didn't even know that was going on." I'm like, "That's my fucking point." Well, yeah, it's um, and apparently I I think that you know the the scientific community's natural reaction is no, of course not, which. Honestly, from a scientific perspective, that's the right attitude to take. Well, it you, could, know, you know, prove it. Yeah. You know, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. So that's a that's a justifiable position. But wow, uh, this is pretty impressive if, if this turns out to be true. And look, it just makes sense. Life is the default position of the universe as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it's got to be everywhere. But that is really cool. Yeah. I want to eat that. Like, I, <laughs> I want to see what happens when I ingest yeah. the fun guy in Mars. The mushrooms. Right. Yeah, I'll the test mushrooms. it out. Mushrooms. 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 Awesome. <laughs> now, the second thing that I wanted to bring up, which I here's the thing. I think that today these things are not making major headlines. I think in history they will be viewed as banner days. And I think finding fungus on Mars is going to be a banner day. Yeah. The other one is SpaceX successfully lands Starship prototype for the first time. So Elon Musk declares landing normal after SN15 Starship flight test. Yeah, that was uh it's it's interesting that they got it right on the first go. And it can tell it shows you how much they've learned with the uh you know the Falcon rockets and and all the other ones before it. Mm -hmm. Uh because they landed this thing, they took it up 5 kilometers and then landed it no problem at all. Yeah, first no try. Yeah. So I think they they've really gotten this technology down pat. Yeah, you know, there which, were, I mean, don't get me wrong. They got it. You got to see it done over and over and over again before we know it's going to work. Right. But that was awesome. Like, again, that's another banner day of something that would happen is like. Well, also this week, uh, you know, SpaceX uh, returned uh, astronauts from the uh, International Space Station mm -hmm. that they got up there and, and launched another round as well. So this is the second time that SpaceX has uh, transported uh, astronauts to the space station. They're really getting their shit together. And, and it does feel like we are ramping up for a new stage of you know human space flight that we haven't seen for at least a couple of decades yeah you know like and it's it's, it's good to have back yeah it is nice it's nice to see that you know and and, and spacex just got the 2.9 billion dollar contract from nasa you know to get people to the to the um to the moon right like it, things are moving along very quickly yeah they really aspect. are they, they actually are moving uh, it, it seems like everything is way ahead of schedule what's your uh what's your thought for when we'll actually uh Put humans back on the Mars. I, I think we could probably do that within three years. Hold on. Put humans on Mars or on the moon? Or on the moon, rather. Yeah. 
All right. So I think the moon is probably. I'm saying 20, 2025 for the moon. Maybe 2024. I would say 2025. I think 2025 yeah. for the moon. I think 2030 for Mars. You think that quick afterwards? Mm -hmm. Nine years away. I think once they figure out the moon one, I think it doesn't matter then. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, it's just a longer trip at that point. But yeah. all the tech is the same, really. Yeah. You know, you got to bring more stuff because it's a longer, uh, longer flight. But I think what you're going to have is that, you know, he's going he's to send over like you're going to get a bunch of Starcraft going at the same time. Right. It's right. not going to be one. It's going to be like 10. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And you probably should. And, and they'll probably have to. I think they'll probably send some advanced rockets with supplies first, because if you're going to set up a habitat on Mars, it would be difficult to send all the stuff you need and the, you know, the the humans on one flight. So I'm guessing they'd have to send a bunch of uh, preliminary, you know, equipment set up to and, and supplies first. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I think you're going to have to they're going to have to do that. But I think that he's he's laser focused on making this going. Yeah. Matter of fact, the funny thing that this is. There was a story in the Atlantic, and it said Elon Musk is maybe, actually, strangely, going to do this Mars thing. <laughs> and it says from his private Cape Canaveral, the billionaire is manifesting his own interplanetary reality, whatever the cost. Right. And basically, kind of talking about how, like you know, like it's just a. Again, I'm looking at it like with everything else going on in the world right now. And what you think is going to be the main focus in the future is not going to be any of them. Like, you know, you're not going to hear about Biden or Trump or anything like that in the future. You're going to hear about Elon Musk. That is true. Yeah. And he'll be uh, spoken of in the same way that, uh, uh, you know, people like Thomas Edison and, you know, uh, our Alexander Graham Bell, you know, he'll be in that kind of vein. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Probably even more so, honestly. I think it's gonna. I mean, again, it's it's just this guy is so laser focused on making sure that we're an inter interplanetary species that you know God God bless him for doing it. Well, that's because he's gonna kill so many humans from AI. So he's trying to make amends for it. You think early? Yeah, he's so. trying to make a little early amends for it. Yeah, um, you know, I, or uh, or maybe he's trying to get people off the uh, planet before Bill Gates makes them sterile. <laughs> Gee, oh by the way did you hear about that this week that they split up yeah they're yeah. splitting up yeah holy shit right well I, I found it actually interesting that throughout their whole marriage he always got like uh one hall pass a year to go be with his ex-girlfriend what did you know that story no um well for for the like the past 30 years or whatever uh him and his ex-girlfriend would take one long weekend and this was apparently a, an agreement uh gates had with uh what's her name the current melinda wife. yeah um, that, uh, you know, he could go hook up with her for a long weekend at her beach house. And that was, uh, acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Good gig. If you can get it. I mean, if you got that much money, I guess you can do that. But. And apparently the chick he was hooking up with is also married too. So I guess she had to have the same arrangement, you know, but yeah, when you're like the richest man in the world, things like that tend to go your, your way. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd like to know what the reason is, is that they got divorced, getting divorced though. Um, probably one of them, you know, uh, decided, man, maybe we shouldn't, you know, uh, kill 7.5 billion people. You think, you think that had something to do with it? Maybe. Or you don't think, or both, maybe I think they both agree on the killing. Maybe one was pissed off that the other wasn't doing it fast enough. Well, that could be, that true could be, too. That yeah. could be true too. So who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand why, you know, you get to that age at that point in your life. Why would you bother? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if they have side meet agreements. Yeah, if they got yeah, if you got that going on, I mean, yeah, what, what's the point at that point? And I did hear that they're still going to try to work together in the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Or oh something well, like God, that. yeah, because that's so helpful for the fucking planet. Oh my God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they like to think that they are. Yeah, yeah. My wife got the vaccine this week. Oh, did she really? Yep, yep. She got peer pressured into it. Which one? Uh, I think she got the J and J, the single shot. Yes. Yeah. The one with the blood clot thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. And I, I told her now she's going to be sterile. She didn't seem to think that was a concern. She probably didn't mind, right? Uh, considering she's, you know, 59. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not really the concern I don't think it her. mattered much to her. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next thing I wanted to get into was the COVID news. So there's some news in the COVID thing this week. And I, I think that this one was a little bit of a weird one. I don't necessarily know how I feel about it. But at the same time, I think I know how I feel about it. So the U.S. backs patent waiving protections for COVID vaccines, citing the global health crisis. So basically, the U.S. is backing that the pharmaceutical companies that made the COVID vaccine 
lose any exclusivity that they have, and it basically it gets opened up to anybody that wants to use it. Right. How do you feel about that, first off? Don't care, even remotely. Why don't you care? Um, first of all, the disease is much ado about very little. Um, second of all, the vaccine is probably as much harm as it is good. It's probably a coin toss. Um, thirdly, pharmaceutical companies are making obscene profits off government pressuring people into doing things. Um, you know, and <laughs> I just don't care. I, I just, I don't have a dog. I, basically, it's one of those situations where everything about the entire scenario is so absolutely ridiculously fucked up that I can't even draw a conclusion at that point because all the premises leading up to it are pure insanity. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I kind of hear what you're saying, except for the kind of precedent that, the, like, do you believe in patents? I don't even As know. As a political I, philosophy, I, I don't do you even, believe in patents? I don't even know anymore. Do you believe in intellectual property rights? I don't even know anymore. So you don't even know anymore? Right? I don't even know if I believe in those things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, one thing I do know is I think that we should have, if, if we're going to allow, um, you know, third world countries to, um, you know, to basically get around the patents, you know, waive the patent rights. I think that whoever wants to create the drug should have to physically raid the giant pharmaceutical companies. Like, go take it. Like a like a, a pirate raid type of thing, you know? And they should wear eye patches, too. They should all have to wear eye patches. So they go in, like, swords drawn to, you know, Johnson & Johnson's world headquarters, and, you know, they have to... And there's a big fight that goes on. And then if they make it out with the intellectual property, then they can have it. That's the way we should do it. That would work for me. I would be okay with it under those circumstances. I got nothing to say here. Right. I got nothing to say. That's just the best thing ever. <laughs> it's almost like a game about like capture the flag. Yes. And yeah. so what they're going to have to do is they have to go in there and get like to the top floor. Exactly. But they have to use swords to do it. Only swords. Yeah. So that's the only weapon you get is swords. You only get swords. Yeah. And the big like, uh, you know, curvy uh, pirate swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a skim tar type of thing with like a basket handle. That's what they have to use. And they have to wear eye patches. And they have so to wear eye patches. So their depth perception is going to be a little off. It's a little bit of a disadvantage. So know? it's a little bit of a disadvantage. Do you have to wear eye patches if you're at the, the pharmaceutical company? No, no. Oh, so you get an advantage there. Yes, they do They do get the advantage of not only home field advantage, a defensive advantage, but they also get the depth perception advantage. But they still have to use swords too, though. They have to use dirks. What are dirks? Dirks, uh, like a, uh, a Scottish Highlander dagger. Oh, wow. So they're oh. at a little disadvantage. Oh, now, wow. those things are still, you know, a good foot and a half. They're 18 inches or something. They're, they're pretty pretty good size. Uh, but they're at a little bit of a disadvantage there. But they can see, you know, because the pirates might be, you know, six feet away and thinking they're now, hitting stuff. Now, does it have to be the scientists that do it, though? Uh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. No, no. Is it everybody or just the scientists? No, it's all though? of them. Yeah, like even okay. the mailroom clerks. You know, they're like on the front lines. You know, they're, they're guarding the door type of stuff. And by the time you get to the top level, then it's the CEO. And, you know, that's And then you have thing. to kill him. You don't necessarily have to kill him. I mean, if he gives it up, he surrenders it, then you know he can he can live. So, I don't know how I feel about this. Part of me, I think it's awesome. Like this is not the way I was thinking about this conversation was going to go, but now that it has gone this way, I'm kind of into it. In a weird way. <laughs> like that's not a bad idea, actually. So, um, at any rate, though, let me get back to the story that I was talking about, though. So, because the U.S. said this, the the shares start seesawing. The vaccine company shares start seesawing, right. going down, going up, going down, going up because the Bi because Biden says this, and then Angela Merkel from Germany says that they're going to not they're 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 not going to back this. So you got all this stuff going on because of this, right? The next thing is, and I think we've talked a little bit about this before, but I just brought it in again just because it was it was there, is that the new study. So now there's a new study from May 6th says that more than 900,000 people have died from COVID-19 in the U.S., which is more than double what they have anticipated or what they've said it as. And what they're doing is they're doing that new extrapolation number. Yeah. Well, they, uh, they're actually, they keep increasing the extrapolation number because people are no longer scared and they're trying to scare them all over again is really what it boils down to. They're trying to gin up the and, fear porn. Yeah. And 40% of the Americans haven't gotten the vaccine yet. So uh, they're trying to, you know... It, Here's the thing. They can't scare them anymore because people look around and say, yeah, nobody's dying of COVID anymore. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're just not. It's exceptionally rare that you hear of someone dying of COVID. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're trying to go back and say, well, you know, a new variant. It could be, you know, that they're trying anything they can at this point, And it's just not working. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't like they have excess. They have excess um, uh, uh, vaccines. Right. Oh, yeah. Like if you want a vaccine right now, you can just go to the store and get it. Uh, that's that's what my wife did. She walked into CVS and got said, right hey, uh, can I get a vaccine? They're like, yeah, which one you want? <laughs> there you go that's awesome by the way i know it's and fucking you know like i didn't beat up my wife about it because she's you know under a lot of pressure uh, all the people at her work are you know like you know getting vaccinated and her clients are asking her all the time so i get it she didn't necessarily want it to she just got peer pressured into it um but uh yeah that's really the bottom line is pretty much everyone who wants to be vaccinated has been vaccinated yeah. And so now they're trying to find ways. And this extrapolation that look, the the actual covid numbers that they counted were blown out of proportion because because of the comorbidities. And, and I can't tell you how many times we've run those numbers on, on this show, mm-hmm. you know, just going through the raw data and, and calculating it. It's well documented. It's on record. It's on record. It's all on record. It's all on record. here. Um, and, and even the you know, the two people that I know that died, quote unquote, of covid. Uh, were both exceptionally elderly with extremely severe comorbidities. In one case, it was a 91-year-old with Alzheimer's. In the other case, it was an 86-year-old with stage 4 cancer. Yeah. And they both went down as COVID deaths. And they weren't. And they Technically, COVID played some role in it, but it played a role in it when they had weeks maybe left at most yeah you know what i'm saying i mean these people were actively dying anyway yes and this one just kicked them over the edge it it was the 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 you know the straw that broke the camel's back basically but by the same token if they had gotten a cold in that condition it probably would have killed them yeah you know so it's well hold on i want to these numbers are so inflated anyway and and now they're trying to inflate them more and i want to read this from the article it's from npr now this sentence is hold on here one two it's it's well half more than halfway through the story. Right. It's they buried it essentially. Yeah. While the team similarly found the number of excess deaths far exceeded the official COVID nineteen death toll, death toll, it disagreed that the gap could be blamed entirely on COVID nineteen and not other causes. Their estimate of excess death is erroneous and inconsistent with our records and others, said Dr. Stephen Wolf, who led the Virginia Commonwealth team. There are a lot of assumptions and educated guesses built into their model. Here's the thing. This is not hard data. This is not hard no, evidence. Not even remotely. This is a guess. This is this is anti-science. Yes, it truly is. And for people to use this anti-science, and again, this is NPR, and for NPR, I mean, at least they put this part in it, but they're like new study estimates more than 900,000 people have died from COVID-19 in the U.S. Like, but we have the actual data. Yeah. You know, it's, it's we don't have to guess at this because we have the actual data. And even the CDC, and you may say, well, not everyone that died was tested for COVID. But even the CDC guidelines and every coroner in the country followed these said that if you have any reason to suspect or if they were exposed in any way to COVID, you mark it as a COVID death. So already, already we have a situation where the raw data has more deaths in it than are necessarily actually as a result of COVID far more. Now we're trying to say, well, even on top of that, we're going to add more to it from nothing. It's vapor. It's not really there because every death that had even a remote possibility of being caused by COVID has already been marked in the official number, which is half of the number that they're now putting out. Yeah, it's a Fugazi. It's totally Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. Fugazi. It doesn't exist. It's not not an elemental elemental chart. Right. Chooch. You don't remember? No, I, 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 Wolf of I, Wall Street, actually. Oh, right, 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 right. Cocaine not one of my, not, not one of my Matthew favorites. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, not one of my favorites. It was actually a good part. So. Yeah, that was a good part of with Matthew McConaughey. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he does that uh, like warm. That's like his acting warm up thing, beating on yeah, his yeah, chest yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and doing the ten- is that the Tennessee fight song or something? I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, but it was actually. It, I just thought it was. I thought it was an interesting article because I think the one thing I thought was funny or about not it is, Tennessee, Texas. Yeah. yeah. 
I thought the one thing that was funny about the article is, so now what they're trying to do is they're trying to inflate the numbers when the numbers were already inflated. Right. So when you argue that it's even less than that, they're going to be like, look, the evidence is obvious that it's at least that number, if right. not more than that number. Right. Like, this is the game that these fuckers are playing. But to, to what end? To what objective? And that's what you have to, to ask. To keep you scared. Right. But why? You know? to, keep in, to keep in control. I think for some people it's to keep in control, but how much do you think of it as actually driven by a profit motive from the pharmaceuticals? I, I think that I think could, could be, be some, some of it. There's some yeah. of it there. I don't know how much that is. Yeah. But what they're not stopping is the damn eviction ban. Because uh, the federal judge now has overturned the national eviction ban. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's actually been overturned. So now yeah. landlords can start kicking people out, which yeah. they have every right to do anyway. Exactly, yeah. they have every right to do. Yeah. You know why they have every right to do? Hmm. Well, okay, look, I can't speak for every other state, but I know here in Florida, there is not a place not trying to hire people right now. And right. if you're not paying your rent and you're not working right now, then fuck you. Right. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, I got no, I got zero sympathy for you. Every place is hiring. Oh yeah, and you can go get jobs making fifteen an hour or twelve an hour or whatever. You can make a lot of you can make a lot of money making doing jobs right now. If you're choosing to not work, then fuck off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You've you've got no no one to blame but yourself at this point because the jobs are out there. Yeah, you know, not to mention in, in this in this world, if you can't figure out a way to make money, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's so many ways to make money in this world. Yeah, no, you know? that's true. No, and it's not even necessarily with a, a a traditional job. You know, there's all kinds of gig work. There's all kinds of you know online stuff. You can. It's a, it's amazing how how many ways there are to make money these days. Oh yeah, look, I, I look, I still look, I still do Uber Eats from time to time. This week right. I did it on one night, made eighty bucks. Right. Yeah. There I, you did, go. I did it from five thirty to eight o'clock. Right. Right. Eighty bucks. Yeah. In my pocket. You'd probably do that if you have a bicycle. It'd be a little more difficult with a bicycle. Yeah, you could do it in a small area. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Be tough. It had to be done like a downtown or something. Like yeah, that. it would probably have to be a yeah, big town, something like that. Yeah, big downtown. But you know, the point is, is there's plenty of people hiring. Yeah. So, and here's the thing too: is that like, why in the hell did the CDC think that they had the authority to actually stop people from being evicted? By the way, that's what I, it's it, the Centers for Disease Control. What I want to know is how are they going to enforce that? How 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 did they enforce that? I mean, I understand that they said you can't evict people. Fine, you can say whatever you want. Now I'm going to go ahead and evict my tenants. What are you going to do? They're not going to sign over, and they're not going to have the the the, the sheriffs aren't going to enforce it. No. So now that's what was going on. Now how? Let me ask you this. How does the CDC have control over a local sheriff? I mean, technically they don't. However, the judge won't sign off on it. What are you going to do? Well, you don't actually need a judge to sign off on an eviction. Are you sure? I don't think you need a judge involved. Yeah. No, I think uh, once you serve notice, uh, generally you have law enforcement, you know, serve the notice uh, I, I think that there's got to be a judge involved in some mm. way, shape, manner, or form dude I I don't know that it I don't know that there is I guess maybe in a contested eviction I, I, I'm not yeah, sure I, mean, I haven't yeah. been involved in one so I haven't been involved in an eviction in many many years so I, I yeah. don't know but it seems to me you just uh, you file you, you did file paper with the clerk I don't know if a judge had to review it and then you just you know the sheriff came out and gave three-day notice yeah you know and you had to be out in three days and if if they didn't leave you called the sheriff back out and the sheriff escorted him out yeah, but I guess that's uh, yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. I never, I never understood how the CDC could claim that authority. I mean, look, it's not anywhere within their purview. I think that what you had was okay. Look, you had people like Bernie Sanders and the people that were like that that saw this as an opportunity to do all the things that they've always been talking about doing. Right, which I think is great. You know, yeah. and that's what because that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to tear everything down, and this is what they're doing. Yeah. And I, I totally support him in that. 100%. I, one, I, no, I'm not I'm not even joking. I, I totally support the socialists in trying to do these sorts of things uh, because it will tear everything down. Yeah. yeah. Right. It will absolutely tear everything down. Which is a good thing. Well. It needs to be torn down at this part. We are past the point of no return at this point. Oh, yeah. Totally. So. Yeah. And again, I hate to say it that way, but there's only one way to say it, and that is that we're past the point of no return. Right. Right. That you're going to have to see a finalized crash of this whole system in order to make in order to to build something from the other side, if you can even do that. So I, honestly, the the result of COVID, I think, as far as if your objective is to uh, roast marshmallows on the smoldering embers of society, then the the COVID has been phenomenal for that. It's uh, like specific, a couple logs to it. Specifically, the government's reaction to COVID. Yes. However, 
there's been one um, social outcome of COVID which has not been good for humanity. And that is basically people are taking fewer showers. Yeah, I've seen this. Y'all motherfuckers stink. I'm just letting you know. I'm not taking fewer showers. Um, My son Michael's taking fewer showers. But I am not. I am probably taking the same number of showers that I've been taking for the past several years, which is, I'm going to say I I shower four to five times a week. I would say a couple of days a week, I skip a shower. If I'm working from home all day, I may not shower. But I still probably shower five days a week. I take at least one shower a day. Right. Some days I take two. Well, yeah, if you're like working in the yard or something like that, or, you know, really have a day where you're sweating and stuff like that, then you might take a shower at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of rare for me because I don't exert myself very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the point in my life where I don't do those sort of things very often. And you know? it's weird, too, because this week I didn't shave all week long and then shaved Friday night. Well, sometimes it gets to the point where it's just like you got to do it. You yeah. look at yourself and say, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, I got to do that. I yeah. want to do that. Like so I, I went and I did that this weekend or on Friday night. I obviously have a long beard, so I don't shave very often. But I, I, I feel that I've got quite the neck beard going on. In fact, it, it may have gotten so bad that I, I might have to hit it with clippers before I actually shave. Yeah, you're you going to have to do something with that over yeah. there. Yeah. So. It's too bad you don't have your wife do that. Oh, and you said something else to me, by the way, that I <laughs> found to be a little bit funny. So you, when you go to the barber, you don't let them use a straight razor on you. Well, first of all, I have not been to a barber uh, since I was. Oh, yeah, because your wife is. The last time I went to a barber was on Fort Bliss, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no. uh, Yeah, because I've been, you know, look, even before I was married, I always had to think about dating hairdressers, man. There's something about hairdressers that I dig. Um, So. uh, I, I've always, you know, either been married to or dating a hairdresser, so I didn't need, you know, to ever pay for haircuts. And that's, uh, you know, that's what my wife said to me. She said, if 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 I die, you know, where, what are you going to do for haircuts? I said, marry another hairdresser. <laughs> she didn't like that answer. It didn't go over very well. I, I thought I would have got a chuckle out of that, but it didn't work out too well. But uh, yeah, so uh, I don't, but I know where you're going with this. I don't like straight razors. And you do. Oh, yeah. I love I Look, I got to tell you, when I get my hair cut, man, they straight razor the side of it, at least for a little bit of it. They straight razor all the way around the outline of the side. Yeah. And I love it when they do that, man. No, no not this cat, man. Oh, man. Nobody is holding a razor to my throat. They, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't view it that way. Look, I don't know if I would trust my wife to do that, um, but I sure as shit ain't gonna trust you know the this guy i just met and and pay him 14 dollars to <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> or whatever a, a haircut costs these days or a shave costs i'm not going to you know let some random dude hold a you know a razor to my throat i i just i ain't doing it ain't happening you know and again i'm not gonna let my wife do it not that she would maliciously cl- cut my throat maybe she would maybe she wouldn't but what if she stumbles <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just don't find the same problem with it that you do, though. You, you don't. Re- I, oh, I love. I I love it when they straight razor me. Don't get me wrong. I have thought before that I am in. I am definitely in a vulnerable position. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm sure that this guy doesn't want to not cut hair anymore and be in jail. So. Well, yeah, but by the same token, uh, like I said, what if he stumbles? Yeah, but he's not going to stumble and kill you. He might stumble and cut you a little bit, but then you get a free haircut. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just would prefer not to take that uh, that risk. I mean, I can understand that too, though. So I don't want to. And just, especially there's there's electric razors that do the job just as well. No, so electric there's no razors need for do it. not do the job just as there well. Is zero that need is for not it. a thing. That is not something that's possible. Straight razor is a whole different experience. Okay, too. well then there's safety razors that do the exact same thing. Well, that, I mean, what's the okay? So I mean, you know, that's fine. It's just a razor. Well, no, the difference between a straight razor. Like an actual open blade and a safety razor is the safety razor. If it cuts you, it can only go, you know, a couple of millimeters deep. Well, that's true. You know, whereas the straight razor, it could, you know, cut you down to your spine. Here's the thing. I think that when I use the term straight razor there, I do mean it in the both environments, though. Oh, well, yeah, I'll let some guy safety razor me because the worst he can do is nick me. I'm talking about the, you know, the fold open. I am the barber of Seville, you know. <laughs> well, I like it when they use that one though. No. That one's funner. No, that no, one's fu- a lot no funner. fucking way, dude. 
Yeah, that one's way funner. You know, I I, I, I wish we could take a poll of the listeners because I bet it's probably about 50-50. On the ones that will bite, yeah. won't do yeah. it? Yeah, I guarantee you that it, roughly half the people out there are in the same boat as me. <laughs> you ain't putting a razor in my neck. Yeah, you know? I guess so, but. Yeah, and I'm surprised that you actually are that, that cool with it. Yeah, you I don't know? care. I totally don't care. I'll totally, I'll, I'll, I'm, I, I prefer it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny the different areas in which we have faith in society. I have faith in hairdressers. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's funny that you'll it's marry him. You, you've, you'll, never, you'll you've, marry been, him. you've never been married once, yeah. so that's you'll probably marry why. Him, but you don't trust him. <laughs> Them bitches is crazy. <laughs> well, bitches be crazy. <laughs> right. But yeah. Would you rather have a woman or a guy cut your hair? Um, you know, I, I probably a woman. You know, really? I like titties in my face. Well, okay. Look, I can appreciate. <laughs> I can appreciate titties. They in the straddle face. your thighs sometimes. It's kind of nice. You know. I got you. I got you. I think that's why I ended up dating hairdressers to begin with. It's like, hey, that was kind of nice. You want to do something? <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, that's cute and pathetic all at the same time. By the way, uh, that worked. was actually kind of cute and pathetic. Yeah. At the same time, a little creepy. Really? You think so? Well, only if you just met the person and then they started straddling you, but then you're just all fucking turned on, like you're kind of breaking the right. hairdresser etiquette, I think. Though. Well, you know, hey, man. If they but say if it works. If they say you, you yes to the drink, then game on. I guess I guess so. <laughs> and Yeah, it works for me anyway. Okay. Well, yeah. really, I, Same reason I like a female doctor. You know, I'll only go to female doctors. Really? Look, man, if someone's sticking a finger up my ass, it's going to be a decent chick. <laughs> not some old dude <laughs> you know what i'm saying if somebody's feeling my junk they're going to be nice to look at oh you know I okay want, i don't want some dude feeling my junk you know i, I don't know I not don't, that there's anything sexual about it i just i just don't care that i'd rather have a woman doing it you know? yeah i don't i have a less chance of getting a heart on though uh, yeah i mean you can control yourself obviously you know if a woman's handling your junk it's you know well, we're not if she's a good looking chick though uh, yeah i've had some good looking doctors yeah man. i'm saying i'm saying he's, he's, i haven't been one in 10 years actually my wife knows me so well is she's like you need to go to a doctor and she says you should go to my doctor because she's cute <laughs> she's trying to hook you up she actually said that to she's me. trying to hook you up she knows I, I i'm not gonna go to a male doctor you know so but you have a female doctor that's kind of cute hey. yeah now i'm thinking about it i might go so get a physical hold on so your wife is willing to let a cute doctor Fondle touch me. your junk yeah just to make sure that some <laughs> doctor is touching your junk exactly Exactly. That's yeah. a fucking loving woman right that, that, there. That is a loving woman right that's, there. That's why I keep her, man. <laughs> I mean, she's obviously a keeper if that's what's going totally on. Totally a keeper. Totally a keeper. But yeah, I'm thinking about it, you know, and I'm thinking, yeah, hey, 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 doc, uh, prostate's feeling a little swollen there. And, you uh, want to come give it a check? Yeah, you know, I, that, that, it might have a hernia. Just saying. I'm just you saying. Might wanna, you might want to double check there. And I, and, I, <laughs> and I washed extra good there. That's right. I shaved. <laughs> I shaved for you. I trimmed the plot. I did it for you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're coming up on a couple of minutes. You got any closing uh, things that you want we're to do? We're coming up on a couple of minutes. Yeah. A couple minutes left in the first hour. Really? Yeah. We're at 5810. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Oh, okay. So the one thing I did want to talk about also is, is that, so Sanders said on Cheney's GOP drama that uh, the GOP is an anti-democratic cult. And... When I saw that, I was like, well, it takes one to know one. And I'm sure Bernie Sanders would know about cults because he's part of one. Which and, one? Uh, communism. Oh, yeah, I guess so. The communism cult. Yeah. So Sanders is all because he. And here's the thing. What I, th what I noticed to be funny is Liz Cheney is a neocon scumbag. She's Let's, so hot, though, dude. No, she's not. She's the she's opposite. Totally hot. You want her. I do not. Want you her. want her? I, I would know. Not. Man. I would not allow her to touch my. You're junk. having dreams of her getting in your shower. No, I am not. <laughs> I'm definitely not having dreams of Liz Cheney. <laughs> the only dream I'd have of Liz Cheney is choking her out. Yeah, because she deserves to be choked out because she's neocon scum. That sounds like a threat, man. Got to be careful. That's no. just a hypothetical. No, that I, that would be a dream. You wouldn't actually. I, do that. No, no, I don't want to touch Liz Cheney. Oh, you do want to touch? No, them. I don't want to you touch her. You totally want to I touch hate Liz, Cheney. Liz Cheney. I think she's a bad human. She's a bad, <laughs> bad human. human. Yes, bad human. Sit. You're a bad human. She's definitely no. A, she's definitely a bad. No, human. Liz Cheney. No, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with her. But so the Republicans are now going after Liz Cheney because of what Liz Cheney did about Donald Trump. Right. And while I don't necessarily like, I, I'm not involved in that fight with her and Donald Trump because I don't care. 
But what I do care about is that she's going to be kicked out of office. Like, I'm hoping she loses this battle, not because I want Trump's people to win, but because I want neocons to lose because neocons are the most evil people on the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just want to use the force of government against people. You're such a statist. I No, I don't want to use the force of government against people. I just Bernie want- Sanders should organize a pirate raid. Picture him with an eye patch and a sword. That would be awesome. I hate Bernie Sanders, too. I hope he dies in the raid. <laughs> you know, that that would be a win-win, then. It would be. I want you know, both teams to lose. All things are good. I want both teams to lose. You know, if, if there were a way to do that, that would be the best way to go. Yes. I, I wish that could happen. But uh, we are at the end of the show, folks. Uh, if you'd like to join us for hour number two, which, trust me, you would like to join us, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage, sign up, become a patron, and you get a whole bunch of free swag. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs>